to the Unbusy Your Life podcast, where each week you will learn the tips, tools, strategies, and mindset of productivity. This isn't time management. This is personal management because the solution to your scheduling, time, and productivity issues is you and how you show up in your time. Hi, I'm Neil Williams, life coach and productivity expert, and I am going to help you become the best you in your 24 hours so you can get all the things done and live the exact life you want. Get ready to unbusy your life. everyone and welcome to the show. I'm so excited and super grateful that you're here with me. Today, we're going to dive into decisions and your process for decision-making as it relates to your time and your schedule. Creating a process of decision-making that serves you is one of the most important productivity skills that you can cultivate. And here's why. Everything you have right now in your life is because of a decision that you made in the past and are continuing to make. This looks like the number of hours per week that you're working, your schedule, the activities on your schedule, who and what is getting your time. All of it is because of your decisions and the way you go about making decisions. Now, some of you are going to be upset about hearing this. You're going to want to tell me that the number of hours you work each week is not your decision, that it's what your boss told you that you have to do. But guess what? As an adult in this country, you get to say yes or no to this. You have said yes to it in the past, but nobody can force you to keep saying yes. You could just as easily say no. Would this new decision have a consequence? You bet it would. But don't lie to yourself and tell yourself that you don't have a choice, that someone or something else outside of you is making your decisions for you. It's just simply not true. I have watched people I love and care about deeply live lives of misery and discontent, all because they didn't know how to change their decision-making process. This was definitely true for me in my past as well. So what happens is we keep making the same decisions over and over, deciding to work the massive amounts of overtime, choosing what we think other people want us to do instead of what we really want to do. When all of this could change with a different decision-making process. So today I want to give you some things to think about in how you make decisions. As a life coach, this is really at the core of what I help my clients do. Make decisions that move them towards what they really want. Because here's what's true. If you keep making decisions the same way you always have, you are just going to keep living the same life you have always lived. You'll just recycle your past. It's a rinse and repeat cycle. So if you love the life that you've created and you're living, keep making decisions in the same way. But if not, consider how you might make decisions in a different way by using these strategies that I'm going to teach you today. What I'm going to teach you is a decision-making SOP or protocol where you make decisions from a clean emotional space. This protocol will help you make decisions quickly, strongly, and for what really serves you. And when you can do this, you will get what you really want in your life. 
So here we go. Let's dive in to this decision-making SOP or protocol that I'm going to teach you how to make. First, I want you to consider using your priorities as a filter for your decision-making. And here's how that looks. Your priorities are really there for you to lean on, to guide you into aligning your calendar and your schedule with who and what is most important to you. So when something comes up and you have to make a decision, run it through your priorities first. Now, as an example, maybe a volunteer opportunity for your kid's school comes up. The question you can ask is, is this something that aligns with my top priorities? And if it does, do I have the space in my schedule to add it in? If not, then the answer is easy. It's no. Or if it conflicts with something that you already have planned on your calendar, that it's a higher priority, then it's a no. It's as simple as that. For example, if there was a work event that came up that I hadn't planned for or known in advance, and it conflicted with my son's soccer game, the work event would be a no for me. Now that decision might look different for you and that's totally okay. The point here is you decide what trumps what in your priorities and in your decision-making about what's important to you. Now, if you use your priorities as a filter, this strategy alone is going to cut down on the number of decisions and the time that you spend making decisions. It's a beautiful way to make decisions from a clean, confident, in control, emotional space. You know, what's important to you when you have decided on your priorities and when life hands you something, you can confidently say yes or no, and feel really good and support yourself for the decision that you made because you took it through your priority filter. You don't have to waste time thinking about the decision or feel overwhelmed or stress about it. It's more like a math problem than anything else. And that takes the negative emotion out of making the decision. The priority filter weeds out all the things that aren't going to serve you in the long run or support you in creating the schedule that you really want. The next thing in your decision SOP or protocol is to make the decision from neutral, from a neutral emotional place. Now, let me explain this a little bit. Usually when we're trying to make a decision, there is some negative bias we have associated with one of the options. And the key to making a clean decision from a neutral emotional space is to remove the negative bias that we have and put both options or all of the options on an equal emotional playing field. Now, one way to do this is to ask yourself, if you knew both options would turn out amazing, which one would you choose? Or if you knew there was no wrong or bad decision, which one would you choose? Asking these types of questions eliminates the bias and lets you access your own wisdom about the truth of what you want. So it eliminates the fear and the self-doubt that is clouding your decision and creating decision judgment. When you remove the decision judgment, you can make the decision from a really clean and more neutral emotional space. And when you're able to do that, the decision you make is always going to be a decision that serves you well. 
The other thing we do is we try to make a decision where both options are terrible. So we basically back ourselves into a corner and we don't make a decision. We sit in indecision because we can't win with either of the options that we've given ourselves. Let me give you an example of this that comes up a lot for my clients. Here's what they'll tell me. Either I have to work this weekend, which I don't really want to do, or I won't get my project done, which I also don't want to happen. Now, if we break down the two options that the client has presented with, it's a no-win situation. I don't want to work the weekends because that's my free time and my time to be with my family. But I also want to get this project done, and I don't see any other way to do it but to work the weekend. When we present with options like this, what we've told our brain is that there's no way to get the project done and to not work over the weekend. So the only solution that our brain offers up to us is to choose between one of those two options. And when we do this, we get stuck in indecision because we don't want either of those options that we've presented ourselves. We're trying to make good decisions from a negative emotional place, either from frustration, from resentment, from overwhelm or stress. Now, one way to get around this is to ask yourself and your mind some better questions. Things like, what other options are possible? What haven't I yet considered as a solution? If I could do both, what would that look like? Or you can think about someone else that you know would handle this type of situation that you're in and the decision that you're contemplating in a beautiful way and ask yourself, what decision would she or he make in this situation? What these kinds of questions are going to do is open up your brain to options and possibilities and solutions that you never would have considered otherwise when you locked yourself into two terrible options. So consider what else is possible besides the two options that you've laid out for yourself when you're in this kind of situation. Now, here's the last thing that I want you to consider as part of your decision SOP or protocol. Constrain yourself with a decision window and a specific deadline for making the decision. For example, I will make this decision by tomorrow at 8 a.m. And during your decision window, you can let your mind run wild with the pros and the cons, the what ifs, all of the things. But when that deadline comes, you make your decision and you make it strongly. And once that decision is made, there is no second guessing yourself. I think this is the most important part. What we tend to do is we make a decision, but then we undecide it by telling ourselves or trying to convince ourselves that we probably made the wrong decision. So not only do you make your decision within this decision window and at the deadline that you set, but you also decide that this was exactly the right decision. You don't look back. You don't contemplate what else you should have decided, no matter what anyone else says or does or thinks about the decision that you make. This is really an opportunity for you to support yourself, for you to learn how to trust yourself, to remind yourself that no matter what, you are going to support you in this decision that you made. It's a chance for you to build a stronger relationship with yourself. So let's recap your decision-making SOP. First of all, you'll use your priorities as a filter to decide yes or no when something comes up. 
then you will get yourself to a clean emotional space and making your decisions by asking yourself great questions and putting the options available on an equal playing field. And if both of the options you've given yourself are terrible, you're going to ask yourself some great questions to find out what else might be possible. And then you're going to give yourself a decision window and a specific deadline for the decision to be made. Once it's made, you don't look back. Use this decision-making protocol to eliminate the mental spin and the drain that's caused by staying in indecision. Think about this. Decisions do not take time. They are made in literally an instant. What takes time and wastes time is all of the brain drama, the mental spin that we create about the decision. So here's the last thing that I want to offer you that might help you relieve some of the pressure you feel about making a decision. Really, at the end of the day, it doesn't even matter what decision you make. I like to believe that all roads lead to Rome and that the path I take in getting to Rome was the exact path I was meant to take because of all of the learning that happened for me along the way. So just start making decisions quickly and strongly. And when you do this, you will get closer, faster to what you really want. If you're enjoying this podcast, you need to come join me in my group coaching program, how to get it all done. In this program, we take a deeper dive into everything I'm teaching you on the podcast, and I show you how to apply it to your specific scheduling, time, and productivity problems. If you are ready to learn how to manage yourself at the highest level so you can get exactly what you want out of your life, apply now by visiting www.neilwilliams.com. And if you're loving what you're learning on this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review it by visiting www.neilwilliams.com forward slash podcast. Have a beautiful, unbusy week, everyone. See you next week.